0: This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. This week, MMWR published reports on COVID-19 vaccination among young children, the use of wastewater data to help guide public health action, and more. Let's take a look at this week's headlines. First, a new study finds at least two doses of COVID-19 vaccine are effective at reducing emergency department visits and hospitalizations in young children. Second, wastewater monitoring helps experts better prepare for and respond to respiratory virus seasons. Third, the 2022 U.S. firearm suicide rate reached the highest level documented. Finally, a greater percentage of young children with HIV on antiretroviral treatment die compared to older individuals receiving similar treatment. Welcome, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing for the week of November 27th. SARS-CoV-2 infection in young children is often mild or asymptomatic. However, some children get severely ill. COVID-19 vaccination in this population remains much lower than among adults. For the first report, researchers collected data on children ages 6 months to 4 years who were hospitalized or went to the emergency department with acute respiratory illness. During July 2022 through September 2023, 86% of children included in the study had not received any doses of COVID-19 vaccine. White children were seven times more likely to have received two or more doses of COVID-19 vaccine than Black children and three times more likely than Hispanic children. Vaccination with two or more doses of COVID-19 vaccine was effective at reducing related hospitalizations and emergency department visits in younger children. To help prevent severe illness from COVID 19, CDC recommends children ages 6 months to 4 years who have not been previously vaccinated get two or three doses of COVID 19 vaccine, depending on the vaccine. Those children who got COVID 19 vaccines before September 12, 2023, should get one or two doses of updated COVID 19 vaccine depending on which vaccine and the number of doses they've previously had. Parents and clinicians should work together to ensure that young children are vaccinated. Promoting vaccine access for racial and ethnic groups and addressing vaccine hesitancy is needed to protect all children from serious illness. Wastewater monitoring was a valuable tool for monitoring the circulation of SARS-CoV-2 during the COVID-19 pandemic. Since then, wastewater monitoring has expanded to 53 U.S. jurisdictions, with increasing capacity to test for more respiratory pathogens. The second report highlights the use of wastewater data to help guide public health action during the 2022-23 respiratory disease season. For example, in Wisconsin, wastewater monitoring detected increases in flu and respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, weeks before increases in related emergency department visits. These data help guide Wisconsin's decisions regarding the allocation of resources, deployment of vaccination clinics, clinical guidance updates, and respiratory disease notifications and alerts. Wastewater monitoring can provide data on community-level respiratory virus trends earlier than clinical surveillance, leading to faster public health responses. CDC launched a new data dashboard that makes it easier to interpret and use wastewater data from CDC's National Wastewater Surveillance System. It's now possible to see the state, regional, and national trends of SARS-CoV-2 in wastewater and see what's going on now in your area compared to the rest of the United States. Public health officials Leadership and decision-makers can include wastewater data along with other disease surveillance data to better understand the spread of respiratory illnesses and inform public health actions. Suicide, including firearm suicide, remains a substantial public health concern in the U.S. Firearm suicides account for approximately one-half of all suicides, and this proportion has been increasing. For the third report, mortality data was examined to assess yearly and monthly changes in firearm suicide rates from 2019 through 2022, and by race and ethnicity. The firearm suicide rate increased about 11% from 2019 to 2022, reaching the highest level documented. Overall, the highest firearm suicide rates were observed among white people, followed closely by American Indian and Alaska Native people. All racial and ethnic groups saw increases in rates from 2019 through 2022. American Indian and Alaska Native people experienced the highest rate increase at 66%. Increases in firearm suicide rates highlight the need for continued suicide prevention efforts. Public health leaders and partners can implement comprehensive and evidence-based suicide prevention strategies. These range from preventing suicide risk and promoting secure firearm storage, among other strategies detailed in CDC's Suicide Prevention Resource for Action. There are few descriptions of disparities in mortality between children and older individuals living with HIV after receiving antiretroviral treatment, also known as ART. In the last report, researchers analyzed data from 28 countries and regions supported by the U.S. President's Emergency Plan for AIDS Relief to compare the percentage of deaths among infants and children receiving ART. From October 2020 to September 2022, a higher proportion of children younger than five receiving ART died or had interrupted treatment, and a lower proportion had a suppressed HIV viral load. The percentage of children younger than five on HIV treatment who died was two to nine times higher than among older children, teens, and adults receiving similar HIV treatment. These findings underscore the persistent risk of death among young children with HIV despite being on treatment. General mortality for young children, regardless of HIV status, remains high in many low-resource settings. Thus, prioritizing and optimizing HIV and general health services for young children living with HIV may help address their poor health outcomes and save lives. That's all for this briefing. Thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe to MMWR at cdc.gov mmwr to stay up to date on the latest scientific information. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.